You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Baxter Boots studio here in downtown Batuta. Spring is well upon us. You are listening to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. Today is September the 5th, and you're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, the unsinkable editor-at-large, Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Mahalo, brown beard. I'm doing good this week, mate. And of course... The Samantha Armitage of the Diamantina Shire, without all the family genocide, Wendell Hussey. How are you, mate? Our newsreader. I'm very well, thank you, Clancy. Now, let's get things started with political news, and the big story of the week has been the Tamil family from Biloela. We exclusively broke the story about the official government line on that issue, and that was, rules are rules, Dutton tells Tamil family with no ties to Liberal donors or Crown Casino. Yes, it's a line Barnaby Joyce isn't towing. He's joined the other lefties, like Alan Jones, in calls to uh, have the Biloela Tamil family, the asylum seekers, stay. But as Dutton's pointed out, they don't have any connections to important people and therefore should be dropped off back to Colombo as soon as possible. You know, they have shown that they are not Chinese high rollers or, in fact, Southern European au pairs. Yeah, it's enough to make everyone at Channel 7's blood boil, isn't it, Wendell? Yeah, Rahul, one of our readers from town, did text in this week saying that the young family should all adopt blonde wigs, Swedish accents, and a desire to become au pairs ahead of their court hearing if they want to stay in this country. Yes, there's a lot of different variations of the last name McLaughlin in South Australia. A lot of different families down there and a lot of big liberal donors, including AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin, who does have the power to whisper to Dutton, he is the Dutton whisperer, to see uh, if these young family can get a go, because they've certainly been having a go, but they might not be the right colour for this particular government. Yeah, I think the promise of Australia only extends to people who look like ScoMo. Yeah, they should get in touch with Gil. In other national news now, and man with 10 girls on the go demands complete and utter exclusivity. What was this one about, Wendell? That was about The Bachelor, Matt Agnew, is currently featuring in the popular reality TV show. He blew up at one of the women on the show because they might have been talking to someone else. Yeah, just classic male behaviour, isn't it? Who would have thought that an astrophysicist might not be that appealing to a duck-faced reality TV contestant? She's obviously much more interested in the roided-up gaffers currently getting around set. Well, to be honest, Matt is a fucking poon. Mm. Like, he is as poon as they come. Well, as we know, that is what works best in reality Mm. TV, so we look forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, there was a comment on that story online, which was received particularly well from Gavin McMullen, in a similar vein to what you were saying earlier, Errol. And he said, look, she had a go, and in Australia, when you have a go, you get a go. So it's sad to see she didn't get a go, and instead had to go. Sounds like that could be applied to the Tamil family as well. Anyway, moving on, what else is in the news? Staying in national news, and an interesting piece of research has been released. That was quality of produce at fruit markets judged solely on size of Old Maid's Greek Orthodox cross. Yeah, this is one that you wrote, wasn't it, Clancy? Yes, yeah, no, it's a survey that was released earlier in the week. And yeah, what it did find was fruit and vegetables are best judged by the size of the gold cross buried in the chest hair of the bloke spruiking them to when at the fruit markets. And that was released by the Australian industry body Fruit, Eggs, Veggies, Oils and Legumes Association, also known as Favola, as they found the bigger the cross, the fresher the fruit. Simple as that. But also other factors are brought in as well. Pinky rings, uh, moustache, and of course their ability to reverse a forklift backwards through a crowd of families at 20 to 30 kilometres an hour. Well, I hope the godless boys at Harris Farm take note, Clancy. Mm, Definitely. More crosses, more crosses. It really restores faith in the entire customer experience. 
cross it up. Back home in town now, and it was Father's Day this week past. Tracy Bendiger broke a story about something that happened on that day, and it resonated with a lot of people online. Dad, visibly disappointed his family took the old, don't get me anything, literally. And it's a bit of a sad story, this one, Wendell. A local father named Trent Edwards said it's probably the first time his family have listened to him all year. Yeah, cooked breakfast wouldn't have gone astray either, he told the reporters. Now, it really comes down to the old man here. He says the same thing on his birthday, he says the same thing at Christmas, says the same thing on Father's Day. So you can't really be upset at either one of those days, particularly Father's Day, which is the lesser of the three. That said, they don't listen to anything else he says, so when it comes down to spending money on your old man, all ears. Yeah, look, I made sure to ask for my $50 super cheap auto gift card. Elsewhere around Batuta, and another local man was left frustrated this week. Girlfriend waits until doors are locked to say the Harry Potter stage play goes for 478 hours. Yeah, well, the Harry Potter stage play has just arrived here in Batuta, and it goes for 478 hours, which in, in the old currency is about 19 days. Uh, we managed to talk to one exhausted patron after he emerged after a couple of days, locked in the theatre. He spoke to our reporter on the scene. He said that he thought his girlfriend was taking the piss when she said it, and it goes for nearly three weeks, and in that time, no one could leave the theatre. Sounds like a bit of a siege scenario there. There are lots of pangs of the Russian thing that happened a few years ago. I don't think JK really meant to draw parallels to the Beslan school siege, but it seems like, according to this bloke, it very much is the case. Anyway, that's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in, wherever you may be listening, inside the Diamond Tan Shire or outside of it. Be sure to join us again next week, but until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Clancy Overall. And I'm Meryl Parker. Boschnitzia. <laughs>